Brandon Davis, Swan Energy. Thank you very much for joining us here today. Folks, we've got the CEO, Swan Energy, joining us for Mining Money. And I, I am so pumped today because out of all the people I know, Brandon, you are one guy that seems that you go out and get it, and you go out and it... Okay, here's where it comes. A couple of nights ago, my neighbor, he's running for house of, you know, he's running a political office, trying to be a house representative type thing, and he had some people over, and they were talking about the uncertainty out in the marketplace, people aren't sure, kids, school, all these different things, and I remember back when I suffered my first downturn in the oil industry, I went into a, a analysis of paralysis, because I had to reinvent my business model again, and I didn't know what to do, it was a newer industry, the, you know, so much technology was coming in. I just wanted to go into a corner, rock back and forth in a fetal position because I didn't know what to do. So it, I got over it, of course. But that is so common. And I think a lot of people are going through that right now. And I, there was the other night at that, at that political get-together I was at. That's for sure. Because everybody seems to have all the answers, but nobody's willing to take a step forward. You seem like the kind of guy that usually takes a step forward regardless. So uh, I, I wanted to talk to you about that today. How, how are you doing? It sounds like you're on the road. Uh, I am. I'm on my way to an appointment, and I've got a sinus infection, so pardon my nasally noise here. Um, by the way, it sucks to have a little bit of a cold right now because if you cough or sneeze or if someone sees you blow your nose, you start getting looked at like that person that could kill the room. Isn't that true? It's an experience I've never had before today, the last few days. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's, that's an interesting way of looking at things. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been a trip to say the least. It's a little difficult because like it, where I'm at, a lot of places require you to wear masks. In fact, there's a, there's a city commission fight going on right now, whether the city should require everybody to, and that sort of thing. But I'll be honest, when I put the mask on, I, you know, it's, it's hard for me, and I cough. And then people are looking at me and, and, at Walmart, and I'm going, great, now is security going to come over? So I can't even imagine having a sinus infection. Oh, that would be, uh, anyway. But, well, for, uh, first of all, you need to quit whining about wearing a mask. <laughs> it's not that bad. We have to do it here, too, in Houston. So, no, uh, no, but it, it, it makes it a little different, though, because it is. It makes it hard to breathe. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm it saying. It, I'm, it, no, I'm with you. I, I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a like a supporter or fan of the process. But for what helps get rid of this, that's fine with me. If I can still act like normal otherwise, which is basically how it is here. So well, I came to. Uh, I, I came. Can with, I can live with that for now. You know. Oh yeah, I came to terms a long time ago with if I want freedom, I got to own my own property, and then I can have as much freedoms as I want within a certain amount of rules, right? But. When I go out in the world, man, I gotta abide by rules. And right now, there's a there's a mask rule in a lot of different places, and I don't particularly like it. Like what you said, it's hard to breathe in those things. It is, and I've been tested, and I've been it tested. Is. I'm COVID free, so I mean, you know, it's not like. But there's a certain perception, and again, but that's that feeds into what I was originally prefacing this conversation. By the way, uh, mining money here, folks. And we're going to get into some money talk in just a second, but there's a lot of fear out there. There's a lot of uncertainty out there. I just talked to the Dallas Fed yesterday. They got done with their quarterly reports, 
And a lot of people were talking about uncertainty with oil prices, uncertainty with Joe Biden, uncertain. These are actual written in the comments, uncertainty about Joe Biden, because um, he gave me the PDF of the report and I started looking through them. And a lot of people can get into an analysis to paralysis so easy. And that's pretty common in business. It's pretty common. And I, like I said, I've been through it. So um, what advice would you have or what experience have you had before we get into some you know, specific money talk with that as far as either getting over that or recognizing when it happened to you? I don't even know if it's ever happened to you because you got... It, seems it like, happens to me on occasion. Okay. okay. And um, when I realize it, which sometimes it's too late, sometimes you, sometimes you can think too much on something to the point where you just have to basically flush it. Um, and move on because you're you're caught in a in a quandary. But because it's not always exactly clear what to do, it's, it's, no one has all the answers. So uh, there's a little bit of chance, a little bit of gut, and um, and thinking on your feet that gets you to the point of acting. And uh, you know it doesn't happen to me often, but it does happen. I've seen it happen to people to the extent that. Literally, I had to start making decisions for them until they got over it. <laughs> it happens. Um, it, it, it can break but, you. It can it can seriously break your self esteem if you can't get over it. I've seen it, and it's uh, tough. Yeah, my my theory is this: uh, you know, if you're gonna do something and you know what you want to do and you have an idea of how you want to do it, lay out the idea and go do it, and you'll learn on the way. Um, you cannot plan for everything ever. It doesn't matter who you are, how smart you are, how much money you have. There's no way you can do that. So uh, a good portion, 99.9% .9 of the time, uh, your plan's going to change every time. I mean, it's just going to happen. So uh, the way I look at it is, is you you know, even if it comes to a point where it's like, well, we go left or we go right, you flip a coin and go and, st and see what happens. I mean, it's just, it's just how it works. That's um, right. I, I mean, know that there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there that want to start businesses that always have these ideas and talk about these things but never go anywhere with it um, because they overthink it. Like the, the the biggest the thing that makes businesses work are the people that run them, push them, and start them. That's it's not the business itself. So uh, obviously, it's easier later if if you can get a business rolling that that will ultimately take care of itself. Um, but in the beginning. It's just, it's all you. Well, one of the reasons why we like to have Swan Energy and yourself come on here is to create momentum. Because the way I kind of got through my analysis paralysis, like I said, I mine was rocking back and forth at a fetal position in the corner. That's that's how my metaphor is. Like when you're at that position, you got you, you to gotta just flush it, like you said. Sometimes you just got to yep. cut, cut it and, and move on. And yep. And for me, it's when I get to that fetal position in the corner where it's just, this is all I got left. So you're rocking back and forth in the fetal position. You're still got momentum going. So getting back to momentum, that's when I realized life is really a lot about momentum. And one of the reasons, again, mining money is we want to find out where the momentum is going in certain investment areas because you need to create momentum in your life because if you're getting into that analysis of paralysis and you're sitting around waiting for things to happen... Guess what? You do have momentum, only it's going backwards. You're not in control of your momentum because life is moving on without you. When I think of right now, last week when I was talking to Imran and Jeremy, they brought up a good point about buying stocks when it was low and buying Ferraris if it was half price and that sort of thing. Can you think about how much 
Uh, PPE products are going to be needed when flu season hits COVID season. Can you imagine how much more is going to be needed when the uh, people are working from home and all of a sudden their heat is now at 71 degrees instead of 67 degrees while they're at work? I mean, we're talking about a big shift of energy here to where I could easily see a lot of oil and gas. Because, again, folks, we're still 93 95% of fossil fuel society, whether you like it or not. That's how where we're at. So um, momentum and the future of the oil and gas industry, I guess, is where I'm going with the question. So I don't know if you want to grab the momentum question, but I did want to transition into the PPE stuff in terms of uh, why I believe the oil and gas industry is a great place to invest right now. Well, the oil and gas industry is a great place to invest right now because it's at an all-time low. And, and I, I believe when the economy comes back, so will the price, which is going to um, be fun for, for those of us that are, being, that are quite active in, in acquisitions and development right now. Um, we're doing more work right now than we did the first half of the year. Uh, which is kind of surprising, actually, to say that. I, I didn't really think about it until just now. Um, and, and it's exciting because the deals that we're working on work at $40 a barrel um, if, of course, they have oil in them. You never know. Um, and enough oil. But it's nice. There's a lot of opportunity right now. And uh, there, there's a lot of um, non-oil and gas people getting out of the business. Um, we've acquired one i think we just agreed on terms on a second one today um where the the people were investors from another place another country and uh just wanted to get out because it's really hard right now and right now it's probably um one of if not the hardest time in the oil and gas business in a long time just because of the sustained low price um so i think there is a ton of opportunity and as far as uh ferraris for half price you know, I wouldn't take one, but I, but I'll definitely buy production and an acre and wells that uh, that are worth about half of what they were six months ago uh, all day long because that that'll actually make me some money. I don't need a Ferrari. I've had one. Don't not excited about them. So you mentioned you were a little bit surprised by making things work at forty dollar oil. Is that uh, is there any secret to that, or is that just innovation catching up, or are are, are the you know midstream companies sharpening their pencil that much? I guess. Uh, well, it's it's all about what you buy and how you buy it. Yeah. Um, right. So, um, if for example we bought a well that was drilled and cased and needed to be completed. So our economics on just completing that well are far better than they would have been if we had drilled it too. But the company that had it didn't want to complete it. Um, so they were having financial changes. It wasn't even challenges that caused the management uh, to basically disband and get rid of the asset. So it worked out really well for us. And that happens. And there's going to be a lot more of that coming, I think. Um, the next six months are going to be very interesting on that side. You mentioned foreign investors is that is that starting to pick up again in terms of interest no, in inquiries it's or? the opposite okay it's the opposite it's the opposite they're all bailing out that's what i thought um, you said a couple of weeks and, ago yeah yeah and then that's what we're, we're you know let's we're buying some of that and there's there's a lot of really good opportunities out there right now and i'm oh, just okay i see they're bailing so they that's how you're getting it they're bailing so that's yeah. how you're getting it okay I, I thought they were coming back in but okay no all right good deal that's funny 
it's it's just business. I mean, I I can tell you that I've tried to run businesses from a distance. It's hard, and uh, and if if that uh, you know from from here to Oklahoma, it's hard. Uh, I can only imagine coming from another country. Yeah, that's totally actually different language. Yeah, this it's a totally different culture shock. I mean, state to state, Everything. you got you got county regulations and that sort of thing. So now you start folding in the language barrier and culture and everything else. That's very difficult. Well, oil and gas is the f- most difficult industry in the world. It's the most. It's not conformed. There's no exact. There's no the process that works in one area doesn't work in another, and that other area could be across you know across the river. So, you know, it's, it's a very tricky business and, um, it's very, um, uh, it's hard to navigate. I, I just, I couldn't imagine doing it. Um, I couldn't imagine, like, I've had a, people come to me and say they have a really good economic opportunities outside the country. And I, I, I just, I'll, I just have no interest because I have, I have no idea what I'm getting into. Um, and I think that's, probably what these guys are realizing it's it's a lot harder than it looks so swan energy you guys are finding some pretty good deals and some pretty good uh monies if you will making things work 40 dollar oil we're looking at you know i was talking to the dallas fed yesterday and they mentioned the first and second quarter we you know they, they saw 60 plus percent drops you know declines and this last quarter was only a 6%. So the stabilization seems to come. That's why I believe right now over the next, well, last month and then probably over the next, I don't know, week or two is probably going to be, that's it. And then I think prices are probably going to go up a little bit after the election or right before the election. That's just kind of looking at the tea leaves. And I know there's COVID and I know there's uncertainty and I know this is the oil and gas industry, but you can certainly follow the energy and the trends at times, and it certainly seems going more positive direction than what we experienced the first half of 2020. I hope you're right on the price. Um, I think it would be great if it came up. It would be awesome if it came up a lot. Um, but overall, there is there is a lot of uncertainty, and who knows? I mean, I, I, who knows what's going to happen in this winter when it gets cold and Everybody starts getting the flu and COVID's going on. I, mean, I, I just, we'll see. Um, well, that's I, what I'm I saying. I, I, I think the consumption's going to go up without a doubt. Just just off well, of... It has, it'll have to. Right, just, just off of temperatures and the fact that we need more PPE products. I don't know, last time I checked, most of these personal protection equipments that all the hospitals and schools and businesses are ordering, they're made out of plastic. It's not... These are not glass masks. These are nylon and different fabrics and, and oh, yeah. all kinds of things. So, I, I mean, that's what I'm seeing is I'm seeing an increase in demand for oil and gas products as necessity for society. That's why I think this is really an, an important time to invest because it's going to, I mean, it's, this is one of those times where we're going to look back at it and say, wow, if I only would have done then. But I had a buddy tell me uh, earlier today that if you if you can't make money over the next six months that we're going to see, then you're probably never going to. And he was kidding. But the point was that there's going to just be that that much opportunity out there. Um, no, that's plenty, true. Plenty of, there's gonna, the, the, you know, it's like going to a buffet instead of as far as opportunities to, to do things versus what it was. Uh, 
a year ago, you, you had to scrounge it up on uh, under the table. So it's just there's a lot of things moving right now, and good and bad. But it, you know, movement is what makes the world go round. Whether it's up or down, it doesn't matter. Um, well, I was going up. Something else is going down. It's just the way it is. So. Well, I remember after the um, the PPP loans and the CARES Act stuff, and you know when the dust settled, basically my message was, "Hey guys, they just printed like three, four, five trillion dollars. Go get it. They just printed it. Go get it." And well, so, yeah. well, right after they did that, all these people started buying houses and shit too. It was crazy. You know? Well, and that's just um, it. That's what I'm saying is people you can get as upset or happy or whatever, but the point is. That was a lot of money to really inject into the marketplace. And what you're saying is right, though, is there is a time period and there almost is a little bit of an expiration date that happens when that kind of that gold rush goes away. And I totally agree. Yep. The next three to six months after that, it's going to be tough. I believe that. I do. Between now and the end of the year, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, well, that's why I'm heading my, down to my, Texas. My, smart man. Um I don't blame you. My kids are in school, and that's a little bit different than it used to be. Uh, but I, I, the whole PPP angle is interesting. I hadn't really thought about that much until you said that. I'll, I'll do some digging on it. Um, well, that's that's really, you know, I, I talked to the Fed Federal Reserve guys about that off the air a little bit because they they wouldn't budge on the air, um, and in fact, I even edited it out because it was it was worthless. But. Um, my point was, is I, I believe that that did inflate the marketplace a little bit. And I don't know if it's good, bad, or indifferent. All I know is that you can't dump that much money into a marketplace oh, of course. in such I a mean, small... It absolutely does. Yeah. And, and so to not have any sort of analysis back from, you know, the people that get paid millions of dollars, I was, I was kind of challenging him a little bit on that because that's, that's an important part of the story right now. <laughs> it really is, you know, and so... Sure it is. Well, yeah, because a lot of people, I talked, like I said, I was at that political fundraiser type event and listening to some people, half the people are waiting for their next round of checks. That's why I'm like, you guys are just, an, you're paralysising yourself into a corner. I mean, you can't just sit around and wait for a government check, when, especially when they haven't said they're going to give you one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I got a kick out of that, but. Um, oh, it's entertaining. I mean, I. I can assure you that um, there are a lot of those people right now doing that, and you know, I feel bad if that's what they're depending on. But at the same time, it, just like we've always done in this country, you've got to go earn your keep and earn and, and make it happen. You can't sit around and wait. Those who sit around and wait lose. That's the way it is. So, are you guys still doing joint operating agreements and taking investments from uh, people and that sort of thing? Is it? Um, still- we're always taking investments from people and working with partners on on different things and we do um many different kinds of opportunities we have so um swanenergyinc.com if you're curious and uh yeah we have a lot going on right now 